0: Joined by Alex as always. And this is Falls with Plot Holes, a podcast about video game plot lines and how they have a tendency to go off the rails. Alex, how you doing from uh five minutes ago when we recorded the first part of this? Still pretty good. Great! That's good. That's good. I got up, I thought about cracking a beer, thought better of it. Yeah. This is gonna be enough of a fever dream as
1: mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I, I think we'll be drunk enough on Mega Man. We will be.
0: It's it's very... With the way events happen in this, <laughs> going to need to do my best to pay attention as closely as possible as is. Which, speaking of, we're going to be talking about the first two games in the Mega Man Battle Network series. Just the first two because uh, there's going to be a lot of setup to go over to start with. mm and later episodes will probably be covering more like a three or four games at a at a point, as uh, things kind of settled and we can kind of move through them a little bit more quickly. Right, Alex, are you familiar with the plot of these games at all?
1: Honestly, I'm not. I'm so I'm my uh conception of it is that there's the internet, which has become sort of a virtual reality cyberspace that people can go into. Yeah. Um. And then they have like these little digital pets that they have and can raise and can battle with each other. And mm-hmm. then, like, I think a virus happens or something. Yeah, you know, more or less. Okay.
0: Yeah that that's that's a pretty good high level overview. I'd say. Like obviously there's there's a little bit more nuance, but sure, certainly we're gonna definitely gonna be getting into all that. But yeah, for the most part, Mega Man Battle Network. It, it takes place in the future world of 2000X. Uh Now, much like the original Mega Man games, this is a bright, colorful, and optimistic world, mostly due to the radical technological breakthroughs discovered and invented by A1, Tadashi Hikari. Tadashi is literally just Dr. Light. He right. looks like Dr. Light, speaks like Dr. Light. Um, his concept art has him wearing a hot Hawaiian shirt with sandals, <laughs> Which, sadly, is never represented in-game. Because they were cowards, Alex. Absolute cowards. Yep. Tadashi is literally just Dr. Light. Ari is Japanese for Light. Mm -hmm. And for one reason or another, instead of robotics, he decided the internet was the coolest thing around. Which, to be fair, back then, I also thought the internet was the coolest thing around. I was able to download an emulator called Nesticle and play Legend of Zelda. And I was like, wild.
1: Yeah. Boy, Yeah. It's easy to forget how wild the internet was just as a concept when it came out. Oh, it really was. Like especially if, like if you played like video games and whatnot, like oh. the idea
0: is like I could play this like lost forbidden, like secret of a mana game that came out for the Super Nintendo and it looks even better.
1: Right. Yeah, just the idea of like, you mean my computer can get to this file on another computer halfway around the world? Mm-hmm. And just just move it onto my computer or look at this website on another computer wow Mm, yeah right that's insane
0: it was just the absolute wildest stuff out there go to like a random goc site (laughs) download a midi version of like some prince song
1: yeah or just like the idea of like wait you mean other people also like this thing that i like Mm mm-hmm That's crazy. Wow, people in Spain are also watching this anime?
0: They actually have heard of that? That's crazy. That's nuts. (laughs) There's this forum that
1: where we can all talk about this? Wow, this guy's opinions are terrible. Absolutely awful. I'm going to yell at him. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no consequences to that yelling. There's zero consequences to it. Holy crap.
0: Ah, the internet's amazing. Yeah, I, I imagine that Dr. Light got into a lot of, like, flame wars on, Oh, like,
1: absolutely.
0: Just just the stupidest message boards. hmm And was just like, absolutely, yes, yes, the Star Trek message board has inspired me to create the cooler version of the internet.
1: Okay, here's the question. Uh, Tadashi Hikari, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pokemon fan or Digimon fan? Oh, Digimon fan, because I think thinking Yeah, I'm thinking so.
0: Because I think he was really into the idea of going into the computer.
1: Uh-huh, yep, the digital world.
0: Yep. 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 Yeah he he's definitely gonna fall on the Digimon side. Which, to be fair, for about a like a year, I was also on that side. Yeah. And it then was... they made season three, and I was like, "This isn't this isn't yeah. who I
1: wanted." I don't. Season two was worse though. Se- season two was worse. Season two is terrible. Season two is so bad. Oh god, I
0: forget what the name name of the main character was, but he's no tie
1: man. Davis, Davis is English god. name. Yeah, Fuck oh Davis,
0: Davis sucks, man. Davis sucks. To be fair, I think halfway through they realized an entire. Yeah, stack. they were just
1: like, "Hey, what? What if we just move the camera back towards TK?"
0: Yeah, that'd be good, right? <laughs> uh right decision. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor Light definitely a Digimon fan. 100%. Yep, Maybe a fair. Monster Rancher fan, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably wasn't the idea of being able to put just, like, this random CD mm-hmm. of Japanese music in, It it creates a monster. Ah, Monster Rancher was so cool.
1: It was so cool.
0: Anyways, yeah, Dr. Light was like, hey, we gotta get into the internet, man. And it's unknown if he, he actually invented the internet, internet, or just made it more accessible for everyone. Mm-hmm. But regardless, it's through his work that now the internet is completely interwoven with everyone's lives, whether you like it to or not. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's Dr. Light's fault that social media exists and that TrueKind podcasts are popular.
1: Yeah. Also, knowing Dr. Light, he probably just took DARPAnet as it was and made it like commercially available. Yeah, probably. Like the US military was like, hey, could you not do that? And he was like, doing it. <laughs> you can't
0: make me. I'm going to make sure all the programs can feel, by the way.
1: <laughs> Why? Why not? <laughs> what if your oven had feelings? That doesn't seem morally like viable. It really doesn't.
0: <laughs> oh, man. It actually seems like a popular concept recently in a lot of like really weird comic strips.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: There's a comic strip. Of, I'm not going to name what what one it is, but it's bad. <laughs> uh, and one of the main characters is like, we've decided to create a social network for your appliances so they can shitpost each other. <laughs> And it's like, that sounds terrible. Why would you do this? And it's presented as a good thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they they have to work together. They have to live together.
0: Oh, no, this is not good. I don't, my oven shouldn't have opinions. (laughs) So, yeah,
1: we got really off track. Anyway, so, yeah,
0: he's like, his advancements have made the internet now connected to everything. And not just something you can look up information, but also something that connects your TV, stove, house in general, doghouse, random bushes. Uh, I'm just basing this off of everything you can jack into in this game. Uh, Yeah. It allows you to control everything about it. Uh, This has made the internet a ridiculously complicated place to navigate. And so in order to help your average everyday man or woman make sense of it all, Tadashi also created the Pet, or Personal Terminal. A pet is literally a smartphone. It can make calls, receive emails... Access the internet in general, either via a hard line connection, or later, Wi-Fi, play music, etc. It's it's basically your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Now, the Pets design is based upon whatever the hot technology of the time was. Mm-hmm. The current games release, like the first game, is literally a flip phone. Mm-hmm. Later games, it looks like an iPod, etc. So, they are definitely keeping up with the technological uh, trends at the time. So, first, kind of like really forward-facing sort of thing here of like, not only being able to connect to everything via Wi-Fi, but also, basically having a smartphone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now, this by itself doesn't allow you, though, to surf the web, because that would be too easy. Right. Once again, very complicated. So in order to further help with this, Dashi invented the Navi, a usually sentient computer program with <laughs> a humanoid appearance that acts as a personal assistant. Why is it sentient? Because what if you wanted a friend?
1: Right. That's <laughs> just what Dr. Light does. Is just what he does. I he gave a it a l- soul because I could,
0: and they do canonically have souls, <laughs> by the way.
1: <laughs> Although, to be fair, that part
0: is not Dr. Light's fault, oh. or Tadashi in this case. It is going to be the fault of his son, though. Ah, <laughs> it's, it's by proxy, <laughs> yeah. So, these things are basically what if Bonsai Buddy, but they weren't actually spyware. Mm. They physically, or cyber-physically, walk around the internet and help their human handler do whatever tasks needs to be done on the internet. Mm -hmm. Because the internet isn't actually the internet here. It's more like what crazy people want the metaverse to be. Uh, Yeah, mm. so the future where people want you to be like, what if you could physically walk around the Walmart store and buy things online? Mm -hmm. A future that sounds terrible because that's not convenient. That actually exists in Battle Network. Right. Like literally functions that say a TV could do are, are manifested as like net navvies, by the way, in this weird metaphysical space within the machines.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're like you'll run into like like weird programs where like I control how the TV turns on and off. <laughs> oh no, I got deleted. You can't turn off your TV. It's like, why would you do this? Mm. You don't need to make this a program. So on top of this, there are also bad actors on the internet, because of course there are. Of course. Doing things like using computer viruses, which are also cyber-physical, uh-huh. which I know cyber-physical is a dumb term, but you have to differentiate between these things, Right. to either corrupt networks or rob banks or whatnot, and so people use their net navvies to battle viruses. This in turn has led to a sort of sport-slash-police job called net battling to appear, where people pit their navvies against one another to see who's the best operator navy duo. Basically, the internet sounds like all kinds of terrible and increasingly inconvenient Mm -hmm. as people decide to connect dumber and dumber things to the internet. But that is the state of the world as we know it when we start Mega Man Battle Network. So, Tadashi passes away before the series even begins. Like, Lan never meets his grandfather, Mm. uh, Lan being the main character. Mm -hmm. But he does have a son named Uchiro Hikari, who also ends up being an internet and Navi researcher of significant renown And he, in turn, has a child. Our main character, Lan Hikari. By the way, yes, everyone's names are going to be some sort of, like, cyber reference or technology reference. Of course. Get used to it, because it's going to be very on point in certain points. Mm -hmm.
1: Also, on that note, we haven't mentioned yet that this game's Japanese name is Rockman EXE. Oh, yes, it is. A vastly superior name, as is tradition with Mega Man.
0: It, yeah, it absolutely is. Mega Man Battle Network is such a, it's a stupid name. It's
1: a stupid name. It's nowhere near as cool as Rockman.exe.
0: Yeah. It's sequel series doesn't get any better because it's called Mega Man Star Force over here. But in Japan, I believe it's called Operation Shooting Star? Oh, that's so much better. It's so good. Yes. So, yeah. So, Lanakari is a 5th grader who lives in ACDC town.
1: You know what? It tracks for Mega Man.
0: It tracks. Now, this is a suburb of the greater Den City in the country of Electopia. (laughs) Okay, that one's just stupid. That is very stupid. Yes. Electopia is just Japan. Den City is just Tokyo. Uh And ACDC town is just a suburb in it. So, just to let you all know, this this place is meant to be Japan. Now... Unlike his father and grandfather, Lan is a lazy, headstrong idiot who's bad at school. (laughs) This kid is dumb as hell, but he is apparently an excellent net battler. He loves sports such as soccer and inline skating, the the latter to a point that he's constantly in roller skates when he's going about town. Uh, He is also, like many fifth graders, easy to trick and take advantage of because he is incapable of distrusting anyone. To the point, he becomes a major plot point in Mega Man Battle Network, I think, four. Mm. He generally gets along with his parents who wish he wouldn't get into such trouble. His mom, Hakura Hikari, is a stay-at-home parent, while his father, Yuchiro, spends all this time working at the government Scilab, Lab, aka where they make the internet go. Uh, he has basically the trope of being like the father who loves his children, but is constantly at work and so never sees huh. Although as the series goes on, just due to the fact that Lan is constantly saving the world, they're gonna get a lot of father-son time together.
1: That makes sense.
0: So we're introduced to Lan as he's oversleeping for school when he is woken up by his net navy. Lan's net navy is Mega Man.exe. Unlike Lan, Mega Man.exe, which we're just gonna refer to as Mega Man going forward, mm-hmm. is responsible and more discerning of people, and it generally kind of has his shit together. He is designed-I to- I kind of
1: would hope so. You would hope so, right? Like, what if what if you're Commercial net navi that you paid for was just a layabout slacker.
0: Boy, funny thing about that, there are Uh, net that are like. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like an issue. It seems like it's an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some navis are just dumb as rocks, as (laughs) we'll meet, like Gutsman.exe, and it's like, oh, you're not useful for anything, are you? Oh,
1: why did you make this?
0: They had the option to make you smart, but they made you dumb. <laughs> that seems messed up, actually, on some yeah, levels.
1: Hmm.
0: So, yeah, he's he's just responsible. He's discerning of people. And he was designed by Land's father to help keep Land safe on the Internet. He is fully sentient. This is established from the very beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He stands at 148 virtual centimeters. Something that I'm pointing out because I just find the idea of virtual centimeters to be fun. It is and is so beloved that the Hikari family treats him like a son. So, Lan rushes out the door, past a contractor looking at working on his family's oven, and it turns out there's another fifth grader waiting for him, a girl by the name of Mail, spelled M-A-Y-L. It is obviously meant to be like email. Uh-huh. So, Mail is Lan's next-door neighbor and awkward love interest slash frequent damsel in distress. Okay. If Lan is the more typical shonen protagonist you can think of, Male is the character trope of far more responsible older sister slash girlfriend who constantly nags the main character into doing the responsible things. She is not well-beloved in this series because of Mm. that. Mm -hmm. Her net navi is roll.exe. Of course. male always walks to the land of school, and today is no different, which is good because it turns out there's this evil criminal organization called the WWW that's committing all sorts of crimes on the internet
1: they really needed to workshop that one more.
0: Oh, Alex, do you want to know what WWW stands for?
1: World? No. I give up.
0: Oh, you already put more thought into
1: it. It's just called World 3. Alright. I mean, that's actually a better name, though.
0: It is, but, like, it's it's very clear that they were like, okay, we gotta make it after, you know, like, you know, World Wide Web. Right. But we gotta come up with, like, an acronym that matches WWW, and they went, oh, this ain't there's not a whole lot of good W words. Yeah. W- World 3? World 3. We're going to go with World 3. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's not a great name, but they're behind all sorts of weird stuff going on. It also turns out, as Mail helpfully tells us, that people's internet connected ovens, which why is that a thing, both in actual real life and here? Mm. Yeah. Uh, they're just bursting on fire for no real reason, which uh-huh. I'm sure isn't connected to the World 3 organization doing things.
1: Yeah, no, that doesn't sound like domestic terrorism at all.
0: No, not at all. So at school, we meet two more of uh, Lance's friends. Yai, a rich young girl with a receding hairline who's perpetually angry about things. <laughs> yeah, she's incredibly short. She has a receding hairline. I I love Yai so much. She's just like very serious and condescending to everyone. She's wonderful. She uses the exe. Which is the one of the rare references to Mega Man Legends that's present in these games. Mm. And Dex, a mohawked burly bully kid who uses the Net navy Gutsman.exe. Uh, he's also very very dumb, much like mm. Lan, which is why mm. they get along. Yeah. It should be noted that all these navvies also regularly hang out with Mega Man and are his friend as well. It's it's just a really weird thing. They'll go all hang out on the internet and like uh-huh. basically they will all just chat among each other. It's it, it's like. It makes sense why it works out this way but also it's weird. I I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting just like what what if what if your like internet browser just had like an off time? Mhm. Where it just yeah, went right. and hung out with other people's internet browsers?
0: Yeah, yeah, I had a had an internet beer at internet happy hour just like talking about man, pff, my operator today.
1: Yeah. Oh, Wait, okay, okay, does website? that mean that they have like like off time do they have like pto where like you ask them something and they're just like i'm on break man
0: you know theoretically they would but no okay they're confined to their pets and so they can only get onto the internet when their operator connects them to the internet okay so they're i guess they're always kind of like chaperoned in a way Mm. which it's kind of sad when you realize they're all sentient yeah yeah it's 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 interesting it's interesting so, Lamb gets home from school, and it turns out his house is on fire. Oh, Whoops.
1: I wonder why that happened.
0: Yeah, his oven just suddenly bursts into flames. Huh. Uh, he tries to actually put it out with a fire extinguisher, uh, but that doesn't work out because it's just, the oven's just going nuts. So,
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, to be fair, technically fire extinguishers are primarily designed to cut through fire mm-hmm. so you can get out. If a fire is small enough, it can certainly put it out. But yeah, yeah, an oven fire is usually something that you just sort of suppress and then run away from.
0: Yeah, it, it depends on how serious the oven fire is. You you could totally deal with it with a, a fire extinguisher, but mm. you got to get on top of it pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But Also, yeah. if the if the oven is being programmed to just constantly send out more fire.
0: Yeah, you ain't going to stop that. Yeah. Which Lan finds out first thing. One thing I got to give Lan credit for throughout the series... He is an action-first sort of person. He mm. shows up at home. His mom's like, oven's on fire, house on fire. He's like, don't worry, I got this. Mm-hmm. I am 11, and I am prepared to deal with any sort of danger. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. So it doesn't work. He ha- he gets uh, Mega Man jacked into the ovens network. Uh, we find out that there's virtual fire happening in the virtual world, and that's causing real fire in the real oven, and so what they need to do is they need to get virtual ice from the oven's thawing network in order to put out the real fires that are happening right now because of the virtual fires.
1: Why would you make it like that,
0: Tadashi Hikari? Everyone, <laughs> thanks, Grandpa. I don't.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's um like obviously there, there's the caveat of like this is clearly made for kids, and it's like right we're gonna be bagging on it's because of the dumb things in here, but they wanted to represent these things as kind of, like, something that kids could relate to, but when you, like, look at it from, like, an outside perspective, it's like, you made a program that just makes ice that
1: uses... What is, that what is
0: they uses.
1: thawing He's, network?
0: Well, you know, because, like, you know, some of your ovens, like, have, like, the ability to, like, heat up a little bit to help thaw things out, and that's represented by ice in this system, because, you know, the ice thaws, right? And also helps us like regulate the temperature of the, the virtual shouldn't, fires.
1: Shouldn't you get ice from the freezer network?
0: You know, you'd think so, but not here. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's it's weird. It if you think about it for too long, it you start to smell brown. It's mm. weird. So, point is that Mega Man manages to take care of all this, and it turns out the repair man, whose name is Mr. Match, was the one who caused all this. And his net navi is Fireman. And he had to go into the oven to get a specific program for the WWW's weird plan. I'm just going to his world for you from this point forward. Uh, anyways, he's defeated and runs away, but not before saying that war's going to start soon and you're going to soon be de- dead to you, fifth grader. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he promises that this child's going to die. Just straight up. So, Lan's like, man, that's crazy. Anyways, next day he goes to school and we find out there's a new t-shirt by the name of Dr. Higsby a navy specialist with glasses, long shaggy hair, and a generally laid-back demeanor, who immediately tracks everyone in class because it turns out he's a uh, he's, he works for World 3. Uh-huh. And apparently Alex, World 3 has a very interesting recruiting pitch. Okay. That recruiting pitch is by apparently taking over schools, trapping a bunch of 5th graders, and then being like boy, world seems messed up doesn't it? What if you worked with us? That'd be cool, right? This sounds very stupid, but it actually is going to work on a few students. But And regardless, the entire school is going to be locked down until Landon and Mega Man crack the school security system, rescue their homero- room teacher, and beat up Higsby's navy Number Man. Higsby then goes, wait, 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 hold on. I realize the error of my ways. I'm a good guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, surprisingly, is true.
1: <laughs> okay, so... Their recruiting plan is just to hijack fifth graders? Yes. Which, on the one hand, I want to say, why are you, like, trying to recruit fifth graders? But then on the other hand, why was that fifth grader able to hack through the school's entire security system?
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Lan is going to be strangely capable of things. Right. Right. Both, f- like, via hacking and also just physically? This this mm. kid is going to be doing stuff that no fifth grader should be <laughs> able to do. So he-, he just happens to be the right person in the wrong place consistently. But yeah, I World 3 is, like, whole elevator pitch of, like, okay, listen, 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 listen. I know we locked down your school and whatnot and are promising to destroy the world,
1: but what if you work for us? We got a good salary
0: and benefits.
1: Uh-huh. To which... Yeah most fifth graders say what are benefits yeah they're like salary
0: i get five bucks man from my parents <laughs> and they're like but what if we give you 20 and they're
1: like sold i mean yeah fair
0: <laughs> so yeah higsby gets defeated and he's like hey man listen i just wanted to be cool and on the internet and land goes yeah and i feel you on that but hey you got to do something to help people from now on and i won't turn you into the police okay and he goes, "Cool, I'm gonna open up a chip shop where I sell battle chips, because operators basically what they do is that they mm-hmm. slot in battle chips for their net navies to use. Mm-hmm. Which uh, funny thing is that in the game, like these are like basically built from a, ra- a deck, and you're they're assigned randomly, like each round mm-hmm. or so, right? Which makes this like." Which actually kind of makes sense for somebody like Lan. I could totally see him being like, have all these powerful chips, but he just kind of throws them in his bag. And then like, you run to a vice, he's like, ah, shit, ah, shit. I I gotta find a good one. (laughs) Gotta find Gate Man, gotta slot this one in.
1: So, yeah, he opens up a shop to sell these like powerful chips and whatnot. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, and and no one's gonna get on his case about the whole kidnapping a school thing.
0: You'll be shocked to know that the police in this universe
1: are incredibly incompetent. All right, yep. So they're just like, "Yep, here's your business license, former terrorist."
0: Yeah, they're like, "Ah, you seem rad. You got your hair's wild." So yeah, uh, adults in this series in general are kind of incompetent, which mm. kind of makes sense for the target yeah. demographic. Yeah. So a bunch of stuff happens where World Three sabotages something, Land fixes it, and Mega Man fights a Net Uh This can happen like pretty consistently, but we finally get to the point where the town's water system just collapses one day. Oh. Yeah, because somebody hacked the waterworks. So Lan goes to investigate and is immediately told to go away because you're a child and not an official net battler. And he's like, but I, I saved my school. And they're like, go away child. We don't <laughs> care. And then an official net battler shows up and is like, don't worry. I got this. That net battler's name is Eugene Chod. Chod is an asshole. He's also a <laughs> fifth grader. Oh. He's a, he a prodigy when it comes to net battling. Chad's name in the anime, by the way, is Chad Blaze, which is a terrible name. I hate it. So, he looks down on Lan and Mega Man, and in turn, Lan just kind of wishes he would die. Mm. You will not be surprised to learn that Chad was going to be his Lan's rival throughout the series. Right. Makes sense. Later, They're later going to become friends, and he uses the NetNavi ProtoMan.exe. ProtoMan's redesign in this series is pretty great. Instead of just being Mega Man with sunglasses... He's more like, what if Mega Man and Zero from the X-Series were just fused? Uh-huh. And his arm became a giant sword? Mm. And it's like, yeah, that would yeah. be pretty rad. That's good. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid stuff. Anyways, Lan and Child constantly getting in each other's way as they try to turn the water back on. Mm. Lan actually succeeds, but actually sends, like, sewer water out to the people who immediately drink it and get sick. <laughs> like, there's a dude who says, uh-huh. like... Which water in a pond and is like I'm gonna drink this? And Leonard's like, <laughs> "Oh, this is probably bad." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chalk like you idiots. <laughs> so it turns out that the World Three organization is blackmailing uh, one of the Waterworks workers by the name of Doctor Freud. Uh, they apparently kidnapped his son. But after Mega Man beats up his uh, netnavy Ice Man and tells him, "Actually, your son wasn't kidnapped," Doctor Freud's like, "Oh, great. Well, I'm gonna fix the Waterworks now." And Mega Man also beats up another Navi by the name of Color Man, who's a clown, and everything is nice and fine. Except at World 3 headquarters, we find out their leader is very frustrated that this boy and his super Navi are foiling all of their plans.
1: Yeah, that that would be pretty frustrating, I imagine.
0: It would be. Alex, by the way, this leader is none other than Dr. Wiley. Of course it is. Of course it is. Wily is somehow looking even older in the series, by the way, than he does in Mega Man, which I guess it does probably take place a few years after when Mega Man's canonically is supposed to take place in the alternate mm-hmm. universe, given that Dr. Light's dead. Yeah. But yeah, he, um, he basically has like a cool robot monocle. He still has, you know, the balding head, but with like his hair spiking out and like Albert Einstein sort of look mm-hmm. mustache and whatnot, wears a giant flowing cloak. And he's just like, I will tolerate failure. We're trying to destroy the world, and we need to get all these programs so I can create my ultimate virus, called the Life Virus. (laughs) What is his goal at this point? What's
1: going on with him?
0: So we don't know what his goal is, but we are going to find out soon enough. All right. And it's going to be dumb. (laughs) So the next few chapters are basically dedicated to World 3 trying to murder an (laughs) 11-year-old. Okay. And Phalanx.
1: Okay, yep, this... This kind of tracks with Dr. Wiley. It kind of does. Now, they are also
0: trying to get these different programs and whatnot to create the life virus. Mm-hmm. And eventually they do. And Wiley cackles, saying he could soon delete this world and get revenge against Hikari for what he did. So, because it turns out he and Tadashi have a beef. Mm-hmm. So, Land eventually gets tired of nearly being murdered and finds out from Higsby where the uh, World 3 is located on the internet. Because they have both a physical base and a virtual base. So Lan goes to his dad and asks for his help finding it, and his dad is like, You're eleven and this is dangerous. Somebody like Chad, who's eleven year old and a professional, should handle this. Lan then tells him that's dumb. I'm the one who's doing all the work alongside Mega Man, and Yachiro goes, Oh yeah, uh, good point. Anyways, <laughs> I think your virtual base is here and I'll help find the physical location. His dad is surprisingly supportive
1: of his I adventures mean, throughout yeah. this game. He he does sort of have him there, though.
0: Yeah, he sort of does. Yuchiro is one of those people who, like, very quickly listens to reason. It's like, yeah, my 11 year old son's actually real good at this.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, like, if if my 11 year old kid came up to me and was like, I want to fight this terrorist organization, I'd -hmm. be like, no. Yeah. But if he was then like, I've already been fighting them and I've been far more effective at it than the police, I'd be Uh like, yeah, all right. Yeah,
0: it's like, yeah, like 11-year-old comes up to you and like, I'm going to go fight Al-Qaeda. It's like, that's a bad idea. It's like, yes, but I personally killed Osama Bin Laden with my hands. Here's the proof. It's like, shit, 11-year-old, you are more badass than I will ever be. Yep. Godspeed. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what this situation is, basically. <laughs> Which, by the way, LAN is going to have a body count by the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: how <laughs> these games usually escalate.
0: It usually does. Anyways, they find out where the base is and Lan's friends all get kidnapped. And he's like, well, I got to go to Wiley's skull base and stop him, I guess. Because, of course, Wiley has a skull base. Right, yeah. Anyways, Lan's dad talks to his mom, who's worried about her son going to fight a bunch of criminals. But Yichiro's like, nah, it's going to be fine. I'm not going to let what happened last time happen this time. Which is like, huh, what? <laughs> we also find out that World 3's plan is to launch a rocket at a military satellite with a life virus on it that's gonna corrupt it, give him control of the military, and he's just gonna, like, I guess, nuke the world, I guess? Oh. And, like, Yichiro finds out about this, is like, oh, Lan and Hub don't stand a chance. Which is like, who's Hub? Who, yeah, who, who's, who's Hub? Who, who, who's Hub? <laughs> we don't get an answer. Because we get back to Mega Man as he fights, like, a bunch of, like, Do- World 3's navvies. But then he ends up getting killed. And due to a quirk in his programming, he can't just be revived or copied or whatnot. Because navies are deleted all the time, but then they just load it back up and it's like, whatever. Which, uh-huh. given they're all sentient, is... Um, yeah, that's hmm, that's weird. Hmm, that's uh, They don't wrestle with that one at all.
1: Okay, just yeah, you know. we're, we're just gonna go with, like, straight standard revival mechanics, I guess. Oh, you're alive again.
0: Yeah, it's fine, I guess. So, you know, Land's like, oh, no, my... Friend is dead, but then Chad shows up and he's like, Hey, uh, your dad told me to give you this thing, it's it's a file called hub.batch. And Land's like, Huh, what? Hmm? And then his dad calls him, he's like, Hey, hi, apply that to Mega Man, and that should be able to revive him. Also, by the way, uh, did you know you have a dead brother? What? <laughs> yeah, Land's like, What? <laughs> he's like, Yeah, so 10 years ago. I was trying to make a Net Navi that could truly connect with this user on a personal level, and I figured the only way I could do that is if I built a Navi with the i like around the idea of human DNA, but I couldn't really figure out how to implement this idea fully. I couldn't figure out how to make virtual DNA. I couldn't figure out how to put real DNA into a Navi. I was just totally lost. But then something wonderful happened, Lan. You were born, and you also had a twin brother. His name was Hub. Unfortunately, he had a heart condition called HBD, which I don't know what that stands for, <laughs> but he, he died. But I had to keep his memory alive. I had to keep his soul alive. And so I transferred his DNA into a navy and that created Mega Man.
1: Wait, did that how? He just said he didn't know how to do that.
0: And he figured it out. He, was figured with, he figured with all his grief, he could find a way to save his dead son's soul. By putting it, into the, <laughs> putting it into the virtual world. Okay. So, yeah. So, first off, by the way, they are identical twins. Land somehow does not have a heart condition. Okay. I don't know how. He just doesn't. Sure. So, that's the first thing. The second thing, though, is that Yuchiro knew this would be dangerous because twins can feel each other. What? Yeah.
1: Did you know that? That twins so he's, have a psychic he link? So he's creating an internet empath? Kind of.
0: Well, he knows that's going to be dangerous. So he changed Mega Man's DNA by 0.003%. Uh, this is to explain the fact that Lan has brown eyes and Mega Man has green eyes. He basically okay. just changed the eye color. Sure. And that would keep it so that they wouldn't be synced up. So that way, when Mega Man takes damage Land wouldn't feel it. But uh-huh. because of that, uh because of the fact that they're like synced but different, it still means that Mega Man is his own separate entity, but he can't just simply be backed up. So that's why when he dies the game he dies for real, I guess.
1: Wait, what? No
0: Yeah, he you can't make a backup of him. Why? Well, because he has human DNA and his soul would disappear and he wouldn't be Mega Man after that. Don't wait.
1: Do they all have souls?
0: No, I think. I don't think they all have souls, but Mega Man 100% does have a soul.
1: Okay, and that's because of his human DNA in the computer.
0: Yes, yes. Which
1: can't be backed up, despite (laughs) the fact that it has already been digitized.
0: Alex, you cannot back up a soul.
1: Okay, but if you apply this file, the soul (laughs) will come back.
0: No, the soul's always been there, it's just he's gonna apply the little bit of DNA to make him 100% Lan's twin,
1: which <laughs> will then do what
0: it will revive Mega Man because Lan's alive and that will make Mega Man alive again.
1: Will, will Hub's soul come back to Mega Man? Sure,
0: sure, it will. <laughs> <laughs> you believe that, little kid, Lan? You're yeah, no, he, he has a soul, don't worry about it.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, it is a good Mega Man tradition that no matter what series it is, you're eventually going to get to the robot has
1: a soul part of this. Right, sure.
0: It sometimes takes longer than others, like um Mega Man Legends 2, for instance, took technically two games before they got there. Mega Man X, I think took uh, seven, possibly eight games mm-hmm. to get to that point. Forget where Extreme Two falls. Uh but here in Legend, not Legends, in Battle Network, they're like first game, man. Nope, souls, souls are here. So yeah, they apply this. Mega Man comes back, but now because of that, whenever uh, whenever uh, Mega Man takes damage, he, Land's gonna feel it. So they got to be really careful. Oh, also by the way, Mega Man knew he was Hub this entire time and was sworn to secrecy. And it's also why he's treated as a child by the family. Uh huh. Right. Because he literally is. Right. He's the- yeah. He's
1: literally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Mega Man's revived. Child basically goes, yeah, only you can stop Wily. And so Mega Man and Land go and do that. With their combined strength, they're able to defeat the life virus. Um, but before that, they do confront Wily, who tells them, Land that, yeah, I hate your family, but I have a good reason. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, they really do dump all this, like, just back to back. Right. You see, back in the day, there were two scientists, Alex. There was Tadashi, mm-hmm. and there was Wily. One was into the internet. And one wanted to make cool robots that were made out of wood or had two heads attached to one body to make it smarter, but actually made it dumber. Uh Uh-huh. Now, the government said, we're only going to fund one of these projects for some reason and chose the internet one because the other guy wanted to make a trash robot out of literal trash. Right. So Wiley decided that he was going to have just an absolute hatred for the Kari family. He was going to get his revenge. And so he decided to become incredibly good at the internet for the purposes of destroying the world. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for him, powered-up Mega Man defeats the Life Virus, which just causes the entire facility to start exploding. Land and his friends escape while Wily stands at his exploding fortress, laughing, presumably exploding along with it. So, um, yeah, Land basically just killed that dude.
1: Uh huh. Okay, so just just to recap, uh, Wily was competing with Tadashi, mm-hmm. uh, but Wily's inventions were bad. Yeah. So, in revenge, he decided to exterminate humanity, mm. which he then tried to do through the internet until he was defeated at the internet by an eleven-year-old. Yeah, pretty much. And then his base exploded because he got hacked.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: basically. Okay, but um,
0: yeah, I, I really like it because it, the implication is that why? Why is like if I could just make robots, I would have been a good guy, which is like. That's, no. that's categorically not true. Actually,
1: yeah. no, we've see, we've seen that outcome too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Although to be fair, this robot making Wiley technically well by proxy, definitely not because he technically leads his invention leads to the end of the world. But mm-hmm. he sets out being less murderous than this version. He doesn't intend to destroy the world, at least right. <laughs>
1: like, and are arguably light has just as much. Influence on the end of humanity as Wiley does
0: he totally does by making his robot that can feel things that gets discovered by a botanist who decides that he's going to be just as good as Dr. Light when he's not yeah. a roboticist yeah yeah there's there's kind of equal culpability in that one. yeah
1: um, but also Wiley's plan to hack an orbital satellite was to shoot a rocket with a virus on it, yeah, pretty it. much. And uh, I don't know if that's how satellite networks work.
0: I don't think it is either, but that was his plan. Okay. Yeah, and it just resulted in said rocket exploding and killing him, so... Mm. Good job, Wiley. So the game ends with everyone at Lan's house, celebrating the fact that Lan is actually a talented and unkillable fifth grader. Mayo points out that his mom and dad get along very well, and they could really learn from him. Lan is confused, and everyone, including the adults, laugh. The end.
1: I'm also confused. What did she mean by that?
0: Uh, she means that, boy, you know, they're a really good couple. We should learn how to be a better couple. Oh. And Lan's like, I don't understand girls. Okay, yeah. Because I am 10 to 11. Yeah. Okay, that tracks. Yeah. Um.
1: Okay, so is Lan megaband now?
0: No. So, it's... Th- I guess at a certain point, they are going to separate the the 0.003% away, or at least take away the part where, like, oh, feels
1: Mega Man's pain. Okay. Does Mega Man become soulless at that point? No, 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 he he keeps a soul. Whose soul is that? It's Hubs. Okay. Yeah. So you can back up a soul? No, 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 no. His soul has always been there. Okay, but he died.
0: But he didn't completely die. He was, he was on his way to dying, but then he got pulled back from virtual heaven, real heaven.
1: Is Lan his brother's soul back up? Is that how twins work? Maybe. Hard to say. I will. Okay, so I will say that this is
0: not going to be the last time a virtual soul is going to show up, and the second mm-hmm. time it does happen, it's going to be even more confusing.
1: Is this game just Metal Gear for children?
0: Eh, maybe. <laughs> it has a tenuous grasp on what souls and genes are, so yeah, yeah, yeah. At least in that case, it's or, it's, it sort, it's, it definitely is. Yeah, it's, it's very. If you once again, this is another case where if you think about the implications for longer than five seconds, none of this shit right. adds up. Right. But the long and short is, yeah. Mega Man has Hub Soul. Okay, it cannot be backed up. He did not completely die, and was his life was saved by Hub Dodd Batch being ad- attached to him. It got right. removed at some point between Mega Man 1 and 2, though this does actually have an in-game consequence because in Mega Man Battle Network 1, every time you exit a battle, your navi gets healed up because, you know, programs mm-hmm. get repaired. He cannot be just repaired in later games, so you Actually have the health that you have to manage, and that's explained by this
1: okay, yeah. um now my next question is, if land gets gene therapy to alter his genes that point zero zero three percent, does he feel Mega Man's pain again? Does Mega Man feel land's pain?
0: It never appears that well, as we'll learn next this game, it does not appear that Mega Man can feel land's pain. Hmm. yeah. Yeah, uh, Oh boy, there's going to be something st- Oh boy, there's going to be something stupid at the end of this game That's going to happen In fact, let's get into this Mega Yeah, Man let's Battle do that, Network I'm 2. excited Yeah, nine months after Mega Man Battle Network 1 uh, Physical time, not in-game time right. Mega Man Battle Network 2 literally starts I think pretty much right after Battle Network 1 And it starts with a mysterious conversation Over, I guess, telephone That informs us there's a big bad internet mafia That's going to fill the evil hole left behind the World 3 we then immediately cut to ACDC Elementary School, where we see that Land has arrived on time for school for maybe the first time in his life. Coincidentally, it's also the last day before essentially summer vacation, which everyone is super excited about, except Land, who gets his report card and finds out he's failed basically every class except for net battling. So, Why isn't net battling a class? You gotta learn how to protect yourself on the internet. Yeah, I guess. Although it kind of does also imply that it's kind of like, you know, having a class, like, in real life where it's like, you gotta learn how to punch people, good man. Right. You never, you're gonna just wander out there and just think they're just gonna try to kill you. <laughs> so, Lan goes home, but not before running into a very evil-looking man wearing a green suit with a blonde mullet. He claims he's trying to find, like, a certain house to help work on, like, their gas outlets, because he's from the gas company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Lan doesn't find it suspicious until he goes online to hang out with his friends. And finds out that Yai and Glide.exe aren't there. And then he learns they have a huge old gas leak at their house. So they go to Yai's house, instead of calling the cops or something... Mm-hmm. And after a small debate about what they should do... Land's friend, Dex, decides, screw it, I'm running into the house full of carbon and monoxide. which immediately <laughs> passes out. So Land goes in instead, and using an app that allows him to see where the clouds of gas are, somehow... He finds out that not only is the house filled with gas... Dai's network is also filled with cyber gas that's being caused by a navy named Airman who's controlled by the clearly evil guy from the gas company. Mm-hmm. So, Land beats Airman, but is unable to apprehend his operator, while well, with him being like 30 and Land being 11 at best. Mm-hmm. At the train station, though, gas operator dude calls the Net Mafia to tell him he's failed, and they tell them not to en- underestimate the harshness of gospel, the name of our Net Mafia. <laughs> they then blow up his pet, which then kills him. What? Yeah, yeah. They just killed this dude. So it's it's actually pretty funny too, because they like basically inform him they're gonna blow him up, and he's like, uh-huh. "Huh, that sucks." He's very <laughs> nonchalant about it. So at this point forward, the game goes along two tracks. First, Land is attempting to become an official net battler and needs to take a bunch of tests and get licenses and whatnot, mm-hmm. licenses that allow Mega Man to travel deeper in the internet, even to foreign internets. Which, okay, huh? I guess. I guess technically, separate walled-off internets do exist, like China and Russia kind of have walled-off internets themselves. Right, but it it does kind of come off weird that you have to get passports essentially.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we learn a lot of fun things about the internet from this game, by the way, such as walking is an actual program that can be stolen from NetNavis, causing them to be unable to walk. Huh. Okay. And then, yeah, and message boards are literally poster boards in the internet if people need net navvies to delete the racism from them. So, a lot of, a lot of interesting things that are like, this seems like one step too many. We didn't need this.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The, second thing, the second track in this game is that Lan and his friends are going on various trips and getting nearly murdered by members of Gospel. Uh, the first trip they go on, for instance, is on a camping trip, which they invite Chowd, Lan's rival, along for the ride, who immediately tells him to fuck off, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy deleting messages from gospel talking about how a reckoning is coming for the world and whatnot. So they go to the campsite, and turns out Chad's there, because he immediately does this sundry sort of trope of, like, it's not like I wanted to come here and hang out here. I'm on official business. Bleh. Idiot. Stupid child who's my age. And after a bunch of stuff happens, such as lighting bees on fire and a robot bear that tries to maul them, they end up at the campsite just in time for the dam upstream to explode. <laughs> Whoops. Uh huh. So the explosion doesn't take out the dam, but everyone realizes if there's another, it will take out the dam, and they'll all die. So Land and Child are like, we should probably do something about this, and jack into the dam's network and find that bomb programs are blowing up the Cyber Dam, which is triggering real bombs to explode on the real dam. A lot of very on-the-point the, stand-ins in the there, digital world.
1: This feels like a weird sort of like shadow world that if you fuck with things in it, the real world suffers the same consequences. Wow.
0: You hear funny thing about that, Alex. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I Did you know that the virtual world can manifest in the physical world?
1: This isn't computers anymore. This is just magic.
0: Yeah. They do uh, mention that the Matrix was a huge influence for this series.
1: Right. That's, yeah. That's not how the Matrix works either. Mostly,
0: mostly, yeah. There's I some guess there's there that weird, powers. oh,
1: your mind made you bleed because yeah. you got shot in your imagination.
0: Mm-hmm. Or you get so good at your virtual powers, you could manifest them in real life via Neo. right. But yeah, yeah, it's it's uh kind of weird how they very quickly go to just being like, eh, what in the virtual world could just manifest in the real world. That'd be right. cool, right? So. Land finds the operator in his navi, Quick Man, and goes, and Quick Man's like, I bet you can't delete me, and Mega Man's like, yeah, I can, <laughs> and he deletes Quick Man, who goes, by the way, I was a Dead Man's trigger, it's gonna blow, I'm gonna uh, blow up now, uh, and Land's like, oh, but Child shows up and stops it somehow, it's not really explained how, he just samples oh, okay. bombs, so he learned his operator, named Dave, very, very generic name. mm mm-hmm. name. He wanted to blow up the dam because idiot campers were throwing a litter around. And also, he was definitely working with gospel. Basically, gospel like recruits a bunch of mentally unhinged people who are like, Oh, this person treated a duck wrong. I guess we got to murder everybody. <laughs> and basically just task them with doing a bunch of things. And when they fail, they usually get blown up. I see. So after eating a bunch of delicious barbecue on this trip and finding a balloon in town with a message that says, The country of Yumland has great food. Land decides to make his summer school project about eating delicious foods. So he gets on the internet and tries to go to Yumland's internet square slash hub or whatever, only to find it's been deleted by Gospel, which is causing problems in the actual country of Yumland.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, does that mean Yumland disappears from the face of the earth?
0: Uh, Yumland still exists, but apparently things are bad there right now. You don't uh-huh. want to go to Yumland, man. You can't get on the buses now because the bus program's door opening thing doesn't exist
1: anymore. But the bus still runs.
0: Nah, well, it might run uncontrollably into a wall. Uh Oh. Yeah. Something that almost happens to land later, now that I think about it. Uh Uh-huh. So the government of uh, Electopia finds this out via telegram, which I find very funny. (coughs) And Scilab is like, oh, shit, gospel goddess. Oh, yeah, it basically says, oh, shit, gospel goddess, and deleted the king of the net navvies, cookman.exe. And they're targeting Electopia next. There's there's a Navy King, by the way. Yeah,
1: I was what? Yeah. At,
0: at least for Yumland. Land. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they got a Navy King. Poor, poor Cookman.exe. So Lan knows all about this and goes to talk to his dad about stopping the threat. And his dad isn't be like, go home, kid, stay out of danger. This is in spite of the fact that Lan and Mega Man literally killed an old man in the last game. Mm-hmm. Eventually though, his dad's like, oh right, yeah, you did murder that guy. <laughs> Uh, okay, we need you to find this batch file. It's on Yumland's internet. You go get it. He does. They come back. Uh, yum What's left of Yumland's internet tries to kill Mega Man and fails. Because it's basically like the Temple of Doom somehow. Mm-hmm. You get, you get the batch file and all of a sudden all the traps happen. Also, Mega Man literally can't jack out for some reason. But anyways, we find out that a man named Mr. Dark and his navy, Shadow Man have invaded the mother computer of all of Electopia and is about to destroy their internet. So, Chad and Lan jack into the mother computer, defeat Shadowman.exe, and save the day. So, next day, Lan is sad because summer vacation is
1: halfway over. Not because, like... Yeah, he's dealing you know, with a global terrorism threat right now.
0: Yeah, but whatever, man. That's just every day <laughs> for his life at this point. But summer vacation is halfway over, Alex! But spirits are picked up because it turns out that gospel is bigger and more dangerous than ever.
1: Oh, good. Something to distract him. Exactly. From his (laughs) impending schoolwork. Actually,
0: literally, yes. (laughs) He's like, Mega Man's like, you need to do your homework. He's like, but Net Battling, uh, gospel, we got to stop them. Let's do this. So because of all this, though, uh, all the Net Battlers are being asked to travel to Netopia, basically virtual America, or I guess real America. It's a foreign country across the ocean. Now, Land's mom is surprisingly okay for an 11-year-old boy traveling alone. Uh, she's surprisingly okay with basically anything Land does. She's a She is definitely not a helicopter parent, is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. She knows nothing bad will happen to him. In fact, says it straight up, It's like, eh, nothing bad is going to happen to you.
1: Well, he's being targeted by a global terrorism organization.
0: Oh, he'll be fine. It's not like he's a naive fifth grader. It'll be fine. So, at the airport, Land is immediately robbed of all of his money. Okay. He uh, lands in a foreign country that has to use a translator app that's uh, poor at best. Uh, then he immediately gets robbed again outside of the airport. So, it doesn't go well for him.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty accurate America experience.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So, this causes Mega Man and Land to get into a big old fight. And Land throws his pet on the ground of this hotel room like a child and decides he's gonna brave the city alone. He, like, manages to run to Higsby, who just happens to be there, and he's like, and after being told about the fight, he's like, you're an idiot, go apologize to Mega Man. And he's like, you're right. Back at the hotel, Lan does apologize to Mega Man, who's quiet, he's like, Mega Man, what's wrong? He's like, oh, uh, yeah, somebody hacked me and stole your passport. And Lan's like, oh. So, yeah, Lan has no money, all his battle chips got stolen, and, uh, he now doesn't have a passport. Whoops! Oops. Cool. Yeah. Hey, hey, Land's mom. You, you know how you talked about how nothing bad's gonna happen to him. Mm-hmm. Five minutes out of your sight, Mira gets robbed. So nope. make things short. Land gets all his stuff back. He goes to the meeting where we learned that Gospel is making a super navvy that was allow him to take over the world. Gospel then hacks the computer network of this castle that where this meeting's being held in, opening a trap door and throwing all of them into a trap-filled dungeon. Including a literal princess of Canada. uh, It's it's called Creamland, but it's Canada.
1: Okay, why was that below everyone's feet?
0: Yeah, you know, don't you hold all of your meetings in a castle full of trap doors that's connected to the internet? Ah, yes, of course. Yeah, right? Also has all these traps, including flame traps and spike traps that are also connected to the internet.
1: What if there was a death dungeon beneath the UN headquarters? That would be rad, honestly. It would be just you know. There's always that risk that one day it's just like those doors are going to open,
0: <laughs> and there we go. The the, the um, and you know Botswana's envoy is going to now have to basically jump through a bunch of hoops, climb ladders. He's going to discover that there's basically a but there's an ancient race down there that just <laughs> takes people away, like it's Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh man, that'd actually be
1: great. That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, so basically all these traps start picking off net battlers one by one.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> crowd runs into Lan who immediately suspects is like working with gospel because Lan happens to be next to the smoldering body of a net battler who's alive. He's just on fire.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Or I guess well, in this case
0: was on fire. Was on
1: fire. He got. He's getting better. He's getting
0: better. And they get into a dumb internet fight and they find out that it's actually the princess from fake Canada who was a gospel member of
1: all along. Oh. Well,
0: yeah, we find out that her country of Creamland was a small country that got the internet first, got really powerful because of it. Then the bigger country showed up and were like, screw you, we're going to be more powerful. And that left her big mad. Anyway, she gets beaten up. And Land's like, well, I guess I learned that gospel's bad. Time to get on this plane to go home. And on the way back, because Land just attracts danger at this point, we find out a dangerously large spider has gotten loose and is biting passengers. And after getting doing things to get materials for a trap, such as participating in a rat battle, they trap the spider only for the computer's network to get hacked, and the plane to send to a nosedive. But Land beats the Net Navi just, like, doing all this called Magnet Man, and the plane lands safely.
1: They had a rat battle on an airplane? They did, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he needs to get, um, I, he needs to get whiskey for some reason to lure the spider and the man would only give it to him if he if land could beat him in a rat battle. Yeah. Eh, this is what he do, you know.
1: Yeah, okay. I maybe light shouldn't have invented the internet. He really shouldn't have. It seems to have made people weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, and to be fair, yeah, it's it's, it's born out in real life. The internet has made people weird.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay, there's probably people who would only give you their whiskey if you beat them in a rap battle right now. Mm-hmm. But there aren't giant spiders you would need to use that whiskey to lure into a trap.
0: No, no, not really. I I don't think spiders like whiskey in general.
1: No, it tends not to be their their jam.
0: Mm, no, no. Everyone knows that spiders are vodka drinkers, just 100%. Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's
0: quite strange. But it's only going to get stranger, Alex. Uh-huh. Because things are starting to come to a head. The internet is now covered in cyber ice. What is the plot of this game? The problem is that gospel is causing a lot of problems. And people are like, we need to stop gospel. And then you just flail around and fail to stop gospel. I while see. land basically cleans up everyone's messes. Right. Now... The internet being covered in cyber ice is a bad thing because Electopia's environmental weather system, which that's the thing, is breaking down and it's causing earthquakes to happen everywhere. In general, things are bad. So, in a fetch quest. Okay,
1: wait, 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 wait. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. Okay. We have a net enabled weather system that can trigger seismic events? Yeah, turns out. Earthquakes aren't weather.
0: So I think the implication is that it's causing, like, earthquakes, which I guess happen commonly in Electopia, to just not happen. Which is, that's actually kind of amazing. Wow, you can stop the seismic events of the Earth? Yeah. Good job, Internet. Bad when it breaks down, because, like, I imagine it's kind of like a lot of, like, pent-up energy. It's just like, all right, we're
1: just going to just start sunning
0: everything, man.
1: Probably. Uh, Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so because of the cyber ice and the internet, now the global weather system is letting the earthquakes happen again.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And in a, a fetch quest that takes way too long, Lan and Mega Man eventually break the ice, sneak into the undernet, which I haven't even explained the undernet. The undernet is basically just Tor. Okay. Yeah, it's basically where all the bad guys hang out. Uh-huh. And they find out where Gospels' internet HQ is. It's a place called Kodos Square. Now, squares are basically like um, like the general like gathering hub of the internet for basically different towns. Like ACDC Town has their own square, ACDC Square. Uh, Kotobuki has Kota Square, etc., etc. Now, there, Mega Man battles and defeats Freezeman.exe, the supreme net-navy commander of Gospel, dispelling the ice and stopping the natural disasters. So yeah, Gospel's defeated. Everything is fine. Land goes home to his mom, who's like, good job, have some cheesecake. Everything is fine. Three days later, all the net crime happens at once. The Psy Lab puts two and two together, and they figured out gospel's still around.
1: Uh, also, wait, so they just beat up a Navi and were like, well, that was the problem.
0: Yeah, that was the problem. Definitely no humans involved in this.
1: Like, gospel is human. Everything is
0: humans.
1: You need to arrest people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. still problems.
0: Yeah, like I said, the humans in this game are, well, the adults, I should say, are just uh-huh. dumb as rocks. And I'm going to get even dumber, Alex, because so the virtual HQ was at Koto Square. Mm-hmm. I wonder where Gospels' physical headquarters are.
1: Yeah, I can't possibly imagine.
0: Oh, weird. There's a bunch of radiation coming from an apartment building in Kotobuki Town. We should probably do something about that. <laughs> so an APB is sent out to all net battlers. And since Lan technically has got his license as his net battler, he's like, I'm going to go talk to my dad, see what's up. So apparently, Kotobuki's is just leaking a ton of radiation, like ten thousand times the amount of like normal background radiation, mm-hmm. which is um one is actually not as much as you think, but two is dangerous to people right as, that is a dangerous amount of radiation, and that's causing net navies to go crazy and whatnot, like they're like self-reviving and going crazy and making copies of themselves and whatnot. So Land's dad proposes giving him a really good hazmat suit and saying him to go fight the bad people. Because Land's dad figured it out. He's like, mm-hmm. listen, man, first off, you're going to do this regardless, and you're going to probably just run into the deadly radiation place without a hazmat suit. So right. here's your suit. Go handle your business.
1: Okay. So question, why does he need to go into the radiation place?
0: Well, because he needs to actually, like, physically confront, like, gospel and get into their network, which is at their department building that they're hanging out with, with their server farms and whatnot. Right. Mm -hmm. Because they have already blown up the virtual HQ, but now they got to blow up the real HQ as well. Uh, Oh, don't worry, it's going to get weirder, because you see, there's a reason why this building's giving off a ton of radiation. Uh Uh-huh. And, um... It's basically giving off radiation in a way that's going to start more or less physically melding the virtual and physical world together. And so that's also why he needs to get on site to stop this. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Isn't everything connected to the internet? Yes, it is. Why does land need to keep going places?
0: Well, because, you know, maybe they decided this time to cut the connection before Mega Man could get in. Also, how can you stop the radiation if you don't get physically inside their network that you can theoretically get to via the internet? Because you actually could do that for your friend's home computers. Uh, maybe they didn't think this went through too well.
1: I feel like the internet causes a problem with the logistics of a lot of this game.
0: It really does. It really, really does. And it's gonna cause further problems when you go, why don't you just take a crowbar to these servers, man? Also, yeah. That'd probably solve a problem.
1: What if we just broke the computers?
0: What if we brought some magnets and or a gun? That'd do it. I mean, I wouldn't trust an 11 year old with a gun. No. But you know, a crowbar? I trust I trust an eleven-year-old crowbar. Sure, why not? You do some good work with that. So regardless though, they're like, you need to go here, a bunch of radiation. Go into the cyber building. Well, it's a real building, but it looks like a cyber building. Okay. Uh, there's a bunch of radiated civilians who are basically unable to walk and whatnot. Don't worry about them. They'll be fine. They won't be fine. Mm. They'll be fine. Go and do you think? So inside the cyber apartment building that's also a real building, Lan runs into all of his friends. Male guy and Dex are all there. Uh, they're not wearing radiation suits, but though to be fair, they also might be invisible because Lan doesn't appear to be wearing one either, but Whatever.
1: Oh, they, okay. They didn't
0: want to draw a new sprite. It's cool. I get it. That costs money. And this game came out nine months after the first one. Yeah. So they let land know that the radiation is causing a bunch of servers to grow. As in, like, there's the, the, the servers are growing servers wow
1: Yeah, it's. Did, did the radiation gave the computers mutations?
0: Yes. So, it's. This is one of those things where I... these games sometimes are not the. Best translated things in the world. Right, right. Uh, it's going to come to a head in Mega Man Battle Network Four in a really bad way. So, like, is this like actually what this is supposed to be happening here? But that's what that's what they tell you. They're like, yeah, man, servers are growing, and boy, it seems like the virtual and physical world are fusing together. This is really weird. So, Glan, go stop it. So they continue to ascend the tower. The higher they get, the more radiation is present. Eventually, gets like fifty thousand times the radiation which is actually will it will kill a child Uh uh-huh and eventually make it to the main server room and meet the leader of gospel lord gospel himself the lord gospel is a tall man with pale skin red eyes and a long black robe and long hair that color cycles from blue to green gospel explains he's not a bad guy he's only ordered other people to murder people which means my hands are clean and all he's trying to do is expose the people's lies because in reality, people are actors, fakes, but online they're, tr- they're their true selves, which is like, all right, cool, I guess. I mean, yeah, sure. yeah people, people tend to be more reserved to real life than they are online. That's definitely true. but... Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't well, yeah. That
0: necessarily mean they're fake, but hmm. So he then offers Lan a job. He's like, you seem pretty rad. You want to join my organization? And Land turns him down, and he gets to a big old fight where Gospel sends copies of his friend's Nat navvies after Mega Man, but then his friends show up, as well as Child, and they, like, protect him and whatnot. And giving, like, them a chance to actually, like, fight Lord Gospel himself. And so Gospel just laughs at all of this and says it doesn't matter, the Super Navi is complete, and introduces everyone to Child's horror, is Super Navi. Base.exe! Really? Really,
1: that's what we're going with for the Super Navi? We're going with base?
0: So to be fair, base in Mega Man Battle Network is actually cool as hell. Okay. So base in the regular Mega Man series is Mega Man's kind of like failure rival that is introduced in Mega Man 7, Mm -hmm. who kind of just kind of sort of sucks. Yeah. In this series, he's a cool self-sentient Net Navi that just showed up one day. Basically, looks exactly like base does in the actual game, like Mega Man games, but just with like a really cool shawl and more or less is the super boss of every game. He basically just exists. You just basically school you and be like, yeah, you're pretty tough. Uh, maybe one day I'm just going to kill you. <laughs> maybe one day I won't. Regardless, I basically take the Akuma from Street Fighter like approach of like, I just want to find cool fights and get stronger. So yeah, he's actually I actually like bass in this an awful lot. Hmm. now this base however is real dumb because he is basically just like a copy of him and he's like gospel like i can not only control this base but i can make as many bases as i want and i'm gonna stick base on you right now big man you can't beat him oh you beat him really easily oh oh i guess because he's a crappy copy Hmm. Uh, Hmm. so cutting back to the room where everyone's physically standing Lord Gospel has now been replaced by a fifth grader in a purple hoodie, and his name is Sean. Apparently, he was wearing a cyber suit. Anyways, uh. he gets he gets angry, and he's like, "What? How'd you beat my? You got through my plans? Where's my cyber suit? Well, I'm gonna turn the servers up to full power, flooding the room of radiation." So, funny thing about Sean: uh, back when Gospel was like hijacked that plane, that land was on. By the way, uh-huh. uh, Sean was on that plane. You like? You get a hint that he's there. Okay. So, his own organization actually tried to kill him at certain mm-hmm. points. Good job, Gospel. Not bad. Uh, it's also going to become ironic later. But, anyways, uh, Sean talked about how he's doing all of this because he kept getting picked on when he was young and it sucked. Uh huh. And so he floods the room with 200 times the radiation, which, uh, from what I understand from people who've actually done the calculations, uh, that would kill somebody dead within an hour.
1: Mm-hmm. And to be yeah. fair,
0: it, this does cause land to collapse. Um, and he's like, it's okay. I can still use my hands. I can still fight him. And Gospel sums Base again. But Base gets corrupted by all the radiation leaking into the virtual world and instead turns into a giant cyber dog. Uh, for those of you who don't know Gospel, uh, Base has a dog named Treble. In Japan, Treble is called Gospel. Which is why he's you know, taking over Base here and why when Base turns into a giant cyber dog, he's a cyber dog. Ugh. It's a callback. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Anyways, Lan's dad called his dying son to tell him that Gospel's pan- plan is stupid. Because you see, it turns out that he made base by getting a bunch of bugs on the internet and just cramming them together until they made a net navvy? And that made a, like, a, just a super buggy net navy that's about to spread bugs across the internet? So they need to stop the giant dog bug, otherwise that's going to be bad. And Lan's like, "All right, I'll do my best. And Lan's dad's like, hey, you okay? He's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Just dying radiation poisoning. Don't worry. So Lan falls unconscious from all the radiation. And to keep him alive, Mega Man reapplies Hub.Bat to him. Making him 100% his twin again. This syncs their hearts together so it'll keep beating. And this allows Lan to wake up. And Lan's like, but I can't I can't slot in chips for you, Mega Man. I won't be able to help you. My arms don't work no more. And Mega Man goes, That's okay. You could
1: operate me using your heart. What is happening?
0: <laughs> What's happening is that. A- this is
1: the second game. <laughs> yeah. Boy, this escalates real quickly, huh? It escalates really fast. Like, we went from like. Here's the internet. You can talk to your toaster. Mm-hmm. To The internet is a parallel world in the shadow of the real world. Mm-hmm. And the ripples of one manifest in the other. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because if your twin is your robot, then you can sync your hearts and be drift compatible.
0: Yeah, exactly. It'll be just fine, man. And don't worry. You don't have to put those battle chips into your pet, man. Your heart will do that somehow. Also, radiation doesn't fry fly electronics in this world, so don't worry right, about it. Right, but
1: it does mutate them. It
0: definitely does. Oh, definitely does do that.
1: Also, the electronics make the radiation that mutates the electronics.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, these servers are the most out-of-spec servers in the world. Yeah,
1: did you know servers can make 200,000 times standard background radiation if you turn them up?
0: Listen, if you make, if you make the circuit boards out of uranium, you just... It just makes it happen. It's fine. It's fine. It, those Russian servers, they they thought it was a good idea back in the seventies. It,
1: it turns, but out, it it turns wasn't. out it just collapses dimensions into singularities.
0: Yeah, which is impressive, admittedly. Yeah. So they get into a big old giant fight, and the cyber dog is defeated, which in turn shuts off the servers. And land is fine for now. I'm sure. And ten years from now, he's yeah, probably yeah, going to we'll be see bad. How that goes. Yeah. So, Sean's also passed out. Hey, there's a diary conveniently next to him. So, turns out his parents died in a plane crash. Ugh. Oh. That's awkward. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. Due to a plane in the bug's navigation system, he then became an orphan who lived with cruel relatives and learned to hate the world and was lonely. Mega Man realizes the only thing that
1: never betrayed him was computers.
0: Which the is not true. The computer killed his parents.
1: <laughs> that, the not computer true. literally killed his parents.
0: <laughs> yeah, those computers murked your parents, man. <laughs> it turns out actually everything's portrayed you, Sean. Yeah. So Sean wakes up and says he has nothing left to live for because he has no friends. And Lam goes, let's yeah, go, cool, I'll be your friend. And Sean's like, wait, what? And then literally the screen fades out on the word what. <laughs> he's just, he's so taken aback by this. So the world is saved, and everyone, and I do mean everyone, goes camping. Lan and Charles shake hands and talk about the begrudging respect for one another. Lan's dad shows up to tell him there was a very good chance Sean was being manipulated by some jerk. Probably we'll meet him later. Hmm. Lan's dad, also Lan's teacher shows up to ask if everyone did their homework, and Lan freaks out. He's like, oh no, the stove's on fire, I better jack in and take care of it. Male's like, oh, wow, yeah, it is on fire. Wait, it's supposed to be on fire. And Mel's like, D- shut up. Anyways, the end, except for a post credit scene where we see the real base who's angry that the humans were trying to make copies of them and says one day they will face his judgment. Dun, dun, dum.
1: Mega Man Battle Network 2. It's a video game. It sure is a video game. That certainly is a video game. Yeah, how, how are you feeling after all that? I'm... I'm concerned. <laughs> like, this is part two?
0: This is part two.
1: There's six of these? Yep. Yeah. Ma- yeah you're, you, where's it going to go from here, you're wondering? Like, I'm wondering how did Dr. Light make this internet? Because it seems like he found some magic stones somewhere. Mm-hmm. And just created a curse.
0: He kind of did, didn't he? He kind of did. It's like, what if I got the internet and made it just so much more inconvenient to use, and also it could just connect
1: everything and just affect everything and just leak radiation everywhere? And then, and... what if there were just life forms that lived here, and it was a parallel reflection of the real world?
0: hmm What if I just made this sentient walking program... And what if occasionally they just all get together and form, a, like, a super smart knit navi that just wishes to destroy humanity? That'd be cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Light. Dr. Light is definitely a can, and but not should sort of yeah.
1: person. Yeah. yeah I, I guess the weirdest thing about this series is how wildly inconsistent its world logic is. Mm-hmm. It's just like I don't know. The digital world is doing something. There's a there's a hacker, mm-hmm. yeah, being and, hacked.
0: Yeah, and I can totally see why they're doing all that because they want to make it. They want to like ground it in something and make it something so like people playing the game can kind of like understand like some more like esoteric things about like computer hacking or whatnot, right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Of course, there's, like, yeah, there's virtual fire here, so that's why there's fire in the real world coming from this oven. Of course, yeah, you have to get, like, virtual water to put it out or whatever. But, yeah, it then, once again, leads to these weird things where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, there's weird weather phenomenon happening on the internet. So, yeah, because of that, quakes are happening everywhere, and you're like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, it gets wild so quickly. And, Alex, next time, we're gonna be, uh... We're going to be talking about uh, even crazier things, such as, oh, hey, ghosts are real and aliens? Question mark? Sure. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. I appreciate you joining us on this journey as always, Alex. Of course. And for you, the viewer at home, if you want to listen to, first off, the first part of this podcast episode or any of our other episodes, go to ftb.podbean.com or search for fallen Through Plot Holes on your podcast service of choice. Leave us a review and definitely follow the podcast. We definitely like to hear the feedback and know that we're doing a good job with it. With that, take care, everyone. Take care.